So we're talking tonight about I will uphold you. And I just want to start by reading some scriptures and, you know, we'll just ask the Father what testimonies he wants to, he wants us to go to tonight. Um, you know, but what I want us to do is I want us to get out of the box. I want you to step out of the box. You know, when was the last time you said you did something for the first time for his kingdom? And I'm not talking about sitting down, just coming up with schemes. I'm talking about coming to the place in prayer where we are pressing in in the spirit and we are open to receive instructions from the father on what he wants us to do. So take time to listen to him, to get instructions from him so that we can hear what the Ruach HaKodesh, what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us at this time. Listen, you can have a good idea and it might come to pass, but you have a God idea. You get an idea from Elohim, you will see the victory in that. Yes, look. You're going to see the enemy. What's the enemy seeking to do? Steal, kill, destroy. That's the three key things that he wants to do. What are one of the things that we are always praying against? Father, we break the spirit of delay. Why? The enemy is trying to suck you dry. He doesn't want you standing on the promises. Why do you think it took him 40 years to get out of the wilderness? Yet Yeshua, he could walk into the wilderness for 40 days and walk out supernaturally transformed. Yes, that is how long it should have taken the children of Egypt to leave, come out of Egypt. should have taken them 40 days. And my encouragement to you today is that we get to a place where we are in pursuit of him. So it says here in uh, Isaiah 41, and uh, you know, we've been sharing these scriptures uh, in Isaiah. Listen, what I love about Isaiah, look, if you're looking for something to do, just study the book of Isaiah. Just get into the book of Isaiah. Someone said yesterday, stop touching your nose. <laughs> anyway, I'll use a, something like this. I don't know. I don't know why I'm touching my nose. It's just habit, isn't it? We always do that yeah anyway i've washed my hands hallelujah uh yeah the book of isaiah is that what i was talking about what where'd that come from the <laughs> the book of isaiah is uh is the evangelist of the tanakh he's the evangelist and uh you know you want to get your heart stirred in evangelism there's no better place to go than the book of isaiah it's amazing and also the gospels listen you need to take hold of the words of yeshua are you familiar with the words of Yeshua? Are you familiar with the things that he has spoke into being as he has proclaimed and taught us the gospel of the kingdom? Hallelujah. But anyway, we spend a lot of time in the book of Isaiah and also in the Torah, um, which is pretty cool. So I'm just going to read a few verses from here uh, to encourage us today. Um, and this this is the scripture where uh, our title for today has come out of. And this, this is just going to be our launch pad today hallelujah so it says in verse 10 so do not fear for I am with you do not be dismayed for I am your Elohim I will strengthen you and help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand I will uphold you and that's one of the things that we have stood on today to make a declaration. I will uphold you with my righteous right arm. Let me tell you something. 
If God before you, who can be against you? Who can separate you from his love? If you feel like the love of God is far from you, then there's something wrong with the position in where you are standing. There's something wrong with what you're doing with your time. Are you meditating on the word? Because if you're not meditating on the word day and night, you're not going to be renewed. You can't stand and say, Father, I want to see your promises, but yet you don't... Look... Salvation is a free gift, but you want to walk in the Spirit, you want to see a move of the Spirit within your life, it's going to take your time, it's going to take devotion, and that's why we come together right now. My heart is this, that out of these uh, daily broadcasts that we do, this is, this is our devotional time, it's our time to be devoted to Him, but I want to ignite a fire within you, that your time in His presence will take you into a whole new dimension, even greater than what we are witnessing corporately together. I want you to move into a whole new dimension of what uh, um, the Father is saying to you, how you hear His voice, how you walk in His ways. But when was the last time you did something for the first time? I will uphold you. I will enable you. I will carry you through. Listen, you will not be embarrassed. Step out and do what the Father has called you to do. So it takes work to know God. It takes devotion. It takes commitment in all relationships. You cannot be in a relationship where it's only one-sided. Well, I'll meet you on Shabbat or I'll meet you on Sunday, God, and Easter and Christmas or Passover and tabernacles, you know, or Day of Atonement. But, you know, what does it take? Well, I just want to speak the blessings over you right now. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners. What does it mean? What do you mean stand in the way of sinners? You know, look, stop putting yourself out there where you are getting surrounded by the wrong advice in the wrong direction and standing in the way of sinners or sitting in the seat of mockers. What does that mean? It's stop going on a journey down their road. Start applying what it truly means to be in the presence of Yehovah so that you can receive what? The wisdom of God. And that's what we're going to come to in this next verse. But I just want to read this uh, small chapter. Memorize this. This is so amazing. Uh, or sit in the seat of mockers, verse 2. But his delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah, and on his Torah, on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season. Who, who is like this tree? The one who delights in the law. The one who meditates on the, the scriptures day and night. What is the Torah, the law, the instructions, his instructions for us? It's our handbook of life. This is our handbook. You know, you've got a problem with your life. 
then you know it's not about who you're going to call ghostbusters no it's not about who you're going to call you know it's not you know it's not call a friend it's not uh call a specialist you know when i go out with my wife it's really quite funny you know if we're at an event or something and she asks a question oh i wonder where the restrooms are and I'll look at the map, you know, you could be at a theme park or whatever. And look at it. I said, okay, the restrooms are up here. Take a left. Then the second road on the right and the restrooms are up there. And Haley's like, well, you know, she's looking for someone with a badge. <laughs> you know, I, I know how to read a map, but no, no, she wants to ask the person with a badge. So she sees someone with a badge and says, where's the restrooms? And he says exactly the same thing as what I just said off the map. But she would rather have someone tell her that has a badge rather than reading the map. But if we've got confidence in reading the map, if we've got confidence in understanding the words of Scripture and what the Scripture has to say, you don't have to find someone with a badge on anymore. You can just read the map. It's okay. Yeah, my wife is not that good at reading maps, you know. Uh, I, I was so blessed when GPS came out. I tell you what, it changed my life. It changed my life. I travel a lot, you know. And um, when we came to Israel back in 2011, I, I got uh, the GPS roadmaps. You know, this is before we had like Google Maps. And, you know, even back then, we didn't have proper broadband on our phones and stuff. Uh, but, you know, so I, I got her, uh, 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 I don't know what the make was, whatever. But it was a, a map thing for the car. And Anyway, I'd be in Britain or I'd be in America or something. She's calling me up and she's like, oh, the map thing. I don't know where it's taking me. I'm like, well, where are you? She says, I'm driving down a dark track. I'm like, what are you doing driving down a dark track? This is what the map's telling me to do. It's telling me to go down this dark track. And I'm like, man, it looks like those maps are uh, being directed by Al-Qaeda or something. As she's getting pushed into the back, uh, the back side of Arab villages and stuff. When she's meant to be driving down safe roads and getting home to the Galilee. I'm like, goodness me. And then there was one day, I'll never forget, you know, I was in L.A., and I get this phone call from my wife, and she's in, we just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. She's like, ah, oh, she's going crazy. I can't find a way home. And Charlotte is one of those weird cities. It's like a web. You know, if you can't work out where you are and you're new to the city, you know, you're north, south, east, and west, and your brain doesn't work in Charlotte, North Carolina for some reason. So she's lost. I'm like, well, where are you? Well, you know, what do you see around you? There's tall buildings around me. Well, what, what, what do you see next to the road? Just try and give me some landmark. There's trees, green trees. <laughs> I, see, I see a street sign. Well, what's on it? Oh, I'm past. I've gone too far past the street sign. Oh, you know, now I'm trying to get on video phone with her so I can try and see where she is to, to direct her, to tell her how to get back on the road so that we so that she could get home you know that was the goal how do i get home well we have the manual right here the scriptures are the manual to life and the father wants us to be devoted to him and to know his instructions hi welcome lisa good to see you and uh, sandy beach we know that's not your name welcome good to see you <laughs> but um Anyway, we love the Word. Do you love the Word? 
Are you so blessed and encouraged that you, man, you just can't wait to get in the presence of Yehovah to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness? The more he begins to say to you, the more addicted you become in his presence. Wow, the greater your relationship, the greater your walk will be with him. So be devoted to him. Delve into who he is. Man, I've only got to the first couple of verses. But his delight is on the law, his instructions, the instructions of Yehovah. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by streams of water. That's the resources of heaven. And we release tonight the resources of heaven. Receive it. That's a word for someone right now. You're saying, how am I going to make payments? How am I going to do things? Listen, even our ministry, the things we are faced with right now, what we're up against right now with all of the stuff that's happening, uh, we just, we press in. We press in. Why? Because we will be like trees planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. We don't have to lose our leaves. We don't have to go through death. We can have evergreen leaves. Whatever he does prospers. So we release the prosperity of Yehovah over our lives today. So be encouraged in Messiah right now. Be encouraged in his word because his word is truth. We will be like trees planted by streams of water that will yield its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, they're like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For Yehovah, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Do you know that you're walking in righteousness? Do you know the decisions that you are making are decisions that you are uh, receiving from the counsel of the Holy Spirit? You have to be very careful when you're bringing counsel to another person because, you know, you, you don't want to override what the Holy Spirit is speaking into a situation. You can share what you feel the Father's put on your heart, but you, you at the end have to wait and see what the Father does within the life of an individual. The Father said he will bring us to a place that uh, he will watch over us if we are walking in the paths of righteousness. So there's a blessing to be following the word. There's a blessing to be meditating on the, the Torah. Listen, if you don't understand the feasts of Yehovah within your life right now and the importance of the feasts, if you don't understand the feasts today, then uh, where are you at right now? Uh, it, it means you're in a place where you're not meditating on his instructions. You're not meditating on his Torah. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to get to that place to meditate on his Torah. Hallelujah. We're talking about the importance of receiving from heaven. And uh, I want us to turn to the book of James. And uh, we're just going to read a couple of scriptures from here. Hallelujah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and James. <laughs> All right, here you are. You know, look, I just want to share 
from my heart on the blessings of what it truly means to serve God, to walk in his ways. What, what excites me about being devoted to him? I want to share on some of those things because our subject that we're looking at tonight or our or our key word is, out, is from Isaiah, and it's, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So that means you can stand upon his word. You can stand upon his promise. He will uphold you. It says in uh, the book of James chapter 1, something that's very important. And I just uh, I want to share these scriptures with you, because these are things that we need to keep before us on a regular basis. Then I want to share some testimony with you. It says, uh, James, no one ever reads verse 1, James, a servant of Elohim and of Yeshua, the Messiah, to who? To the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Well, wait a minute, James, I thought they were all lost. To the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. This is an important word that we need to see within the scriptures. You know, there's people that want the book of Hebrew, Hebrews taken out of the scriptures. They want the book of James taken out of the scriptures because it messes with their doctrine. But it says in verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you can be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So why are you going through challenges? Why are you going through life's battles? Because what's the Father seeking to do? He's seeking to perfect you. He wants you to persevere. Why? What does it mean to persevere? It means that you believe. If you just give up, you know, you face a situation, I give up. You know, I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to stand on the word of God. I'm just going to give up. There is no perseverance within your life. You are not going to see the victory, the testing of your faith. How do I know if you truly believe? Well, I know if you believe because when you go through the fire, how do you respond in the midst of the fire? Are you panicking? Are you running off and just hiding under your pillow, you know? Uh, How do you react in... Uh, in the face of trial, in the face of testing, in the face of battle, you know? Because we're going to face trials of many kind. We are. Trials are here. They're coming. We're in a trying situation globally right now. It is, it's a time where uh, people are being... Uh, impacted, you know. Look at the look at the unemployment right now. Look how many people have signed on unemployment in this last week. It's incredible what's taken place. I think the figures were somewhere like three million in America, um, and it's pretty high here in Israel and in the nations around the world. Why? Because everyone has been forced to stay at home. We're being told stay in. How long are you going to have to stay in for? How long are we? going to be in this place of quarantine. It's going to be a long ride. It's going to be a long journey. But it says, consider it pure joy whenever you face these trials because you know the testing of your faith, not just a trial, trials of many kinds. Uh, Some of you need to hear that. Well, I got through one trial. Hallelujah. I'm approved. Now I can move on. No, maybe there's a whole bunch of trials that are coming right behind that. And it's okay. Just press in. 
Don't give up. Why? Because you are on the brink of a miracle. If you're dealing with a health situation, if you've got a family member that is being uh, attacked with this coronavirus, don't give up. You You proclaim the word of Yehovah over their lives. We speak the healing power of Yeshua to bring transformation into their lives right now in Yeshua's name. We stand in the gap for the victory in Messiah. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, <clears throat> sorry, he should ask Elohim, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Wisdom is a free gift. Wisdom is a free gift. You know, that, that's the first thing that should be given out in any college and university. You know, all right, before you start, we just, at least for Christian environments, believing environments, we should say, look, we want you to be filled with the wisdom of Yehovah. It's not just about what you can learn academically. You can receive the wisdom, the knowledge of Yehovah. These are gifts that the Father wants to give to you. But what is the condition of receiving the wisdom of God? You know, look, this is one of the reasons why I talk about being stably minded when we are in a place of turmoil, of great difficulty, of pressures. Listen, I know that many of us are facing pressures that have increased, you know, a hundredfold, you know, Uh, around us. How are you going to respond in that place? What are you going to do from that place? If you lack wisdom, ask Elohim. He will give it generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So, Father, we release the wisdom of Yehovah right now. We receive your wisdom. Thank you for your wisdom. But When he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed in the wind. And this is important, because what did we do uh, with verse 3? It talked about the testing of your faith. Do you really believe? Do you believe? I want to ask you the question, are you a believer Or are you just aligning yourself with the scriptures? Do you believe that Yeshua is the Messiah? Have you given your life to him? Have you surrendered your life to Yeshua? Welcome, Paul. Thanks for joining us in the UK there. Hallelujah. Do you believe? Will you stand upon the rock of Yeshua and see the victory? If you ask for wisdom... And, you, and you're like the wave of the sea. You must believe and not doubt. You must believe and not doubt. What does the word say? Do you know the word? Have you hidden it within your heart? So when you're living in, to, in today's age, when you're dealing with the crises or what other people are going through is a crisis. And yes, look, we have to identify with what's going on within our nations. Don't just separate yourself out. No. Identify. Why? Because this is the hour to bring salvation to this generation. So don't don't just say, well, you know, everything's all good in my corner, you know, over here. Me, myself, and I are all happy over here. No. 
How do I know that you have the love of God? Number one, you will love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul. But number two, you will love your neighbor as yourself. How are we doing in ministering to others and how we are reaching out to the brokenhearted? But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from Yehovah. He is double-minded, unstable in all he does. So this is what I want to proclaim right now. You might be in a situation where you're just tearful, you're just full of anxiety with everything that you are facing, then I want to proclaim peace to your storm right now in Yeshua's name. And I'm calling you to be stable-minded. I'm calling you to be set in the spirit to be effective for the king at this time. Be set in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Be set. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, it says this in verse 6. Just if you look it up there, Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them... uh, Yeah, because of them. For Yehovah, your Elohim, goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. What's Moshe doing? He is prepping the children of Israel. He's saying, hey, listen, guys, I'm not coming with you into the land. Joshua, he's going to lead you. He's going to take you. Yehovah is going to deliver you. He's going to go up before you. But you have to understand, and he says it in verse 7 again, Then Moshe summoned Joshua and said to him, In the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that Yehovah swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. Hallelujah. Well, we talked about Joshua chapter 1, about being strong and courageous the other day. But the word today is, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I will uphold you. He gives strength to us. And that's what we need. We need the strength of the Lord. How do we get to that place where we uh, miss the, you know, where we, where we lack in strength? Look, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of Elohim. We need to be people surrounding ourselves by faith. And, and as we come together, may that be our testimony of our time we're having each day. And, you know, for, if you can join us each day, that's great. If you can join us once a week, you choose when you want to join us. Hallelujah. But every day we want to speak the word of Yehovah and, and release faith and, and release the gifts of the Spirit to, to strengthen us, to be effective for his kingdom. <coughs> Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on with my nose tonight, but anyway, I'll take a sip of water. Do not fear. This is what we read in Isaiah 41 at the beginning. I just want to read the scripture again for those that have just joined us. It's okay, Keith, you missed the beginning. That's all right. Welcome. Glad you're with us. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed last night. That's awesome. It said, do not fear. This is verse 10 of Isaiah 41. 
For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your Elohim. Why would you be dismayed? Look, listen. When you see what is set before you and the impossibilities of what's in front of you, it's so easy just to fall into fear. It's so easy to be anxious, to have anxiety, to to break down. But my encouragement is that we are called to be strong. I will strengthen you and help you. This is such an important word for many today. I will strengthen you and help you. If you're watching right now and you're not even a believer, you're out of the will of God, you haven't accepted God, then then my testimony is this. God is real. He is alive. He's not just uh, given us religion. He's given us relationship. What do we do when we face challenges? We come and we yield to him and people are like, you know, why would you follow God? Why don't you just stand on your own strength? Is it because you're weak? Here's the reality. This world is going so out of control that if you're not found on the rock of Yeshua, You are on the sand. You're going to be washed away with whatever is happening within this world system. But if you are standing upon the rock of Yeshua, you will see the victory in him and his promises come to pass at this time. This is a great day to be alive, a great day to see his name lifted up. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, Isaiah 41 says in verse 10. Don't fear. I'll be with you. Don't be dismayed. Why? The, the Lord is speaking. God is speaking right into your life right now. What's he saying to you? Get your notepads, you know, get your paper and pen out and start writing down what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Write down. What's he, what is he calling you to do? What words is he giving you? Don't give up on his word. His word will not come back void. It will accomplish that for which it has been sent. You might see breaks. You might see challenges moving into the things that the Father has commanded you to walk in. But do not be dismayed. Do not be afraid. I am with you. You know, I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will enable my word to come alive within your life. When I was um, 17, 18 years old, I broke two of the commandments, very important commandments, uh, the Scottish commandments. The first commandment, thou shalt not live in England. You know, if you're just tuning in right now, that is a commandment in Scotland. Thou shalt not live in England. The second one is thou shalt not marry an English woman. Yep, and I did both of them. Hallelujah. The father was humbling me. <laughs> You know, I tell you, I had an amazing time in England. I was in Bracknell in Berkshire, and my entire world was supernaturally transformed. It was supernaturally changed. Man, God is amazing. He started to uh, expand a prophetic gift within me. He started to bring transformation in putting into action on a far greater level what it truly meant to walk uh, in knowing the voice of God and following the words of God. And, you know, he started to lay a foundation within my life that radically changed me. And uh, it started, I got this job in uh, Clifford's Dairy as a dairy plant process operator in the ultra heat treatment department. And I was trained to operate the, uh, the VTS plant or whatever it was called, VITS or something. Uh, and anyway, it was the largest independent dairy, I think, in the UK. 
huge dairy and uh, certainly in London anyway and uh, you know I remember getting delivered all these folders all piled up on the table next to me and um, the charge hands like okay you're gonna learn all this and this is a computer computer time where you opened up all these doors and it was all toggle switches and LED flashing lights and you had all different grids of these toggle switches I'm talking thousands so instead of pressing your computer keys or clicking on a box you had to go in and you had to manually move toggle switches and there were sections where you put it on auto, there was ones where you individually moved valves, uh, heat treatment, um, you know, homogenization. It was all controlled from all these toggle switches and LED flashing lights and all these manuals of the process of making cream and that's what I was uh, trained in doing. And I remember looking at all of this thinking, this is so far out of my league. I don't know how I can do this. I am not qualified to do this. I'm reading the manuals and I can hardly lead, read the words in the sentences of the manuals. It was so technically advanced. I was so disconnected from it. The, you know, and, and secondly, it's four o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm there at four o'clock in the morning sterilizing the plant and trying to read stuff at 4 a.m. <laughs> Hallelujah. Every day. Anyway, I get to this place after like a couple of days, you know, going through the motions, following this other guy around and working with him on the plant. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. And I'm thinking, man, you have no idea. This is so out of my depth. So I get my head in a three and a half thousand gallon tank that's empty. I open the big door. I put my head in. You know, it's a noisy environment. Okay. You've got all this machinery, the plant going. You've got the steri tanks. You've got cream being pumped up from the tankers downstairs. I'm in this, you know, this, this place is the size of a football stadium. It's huge. You know, it is so noisy within our department. You can hardly hear yourself talk. You know, you wear uh, uh, ear protections when you're in uh, the plant room. So I, I get my head into this tank because I'm just trying to find a little bit of space where it's quiet. And I need to shout out to God and I'm in this tank and I get my head in there. God! And as I'm shouting, God! All, all you hear is... You know, my voice is amplified, you know. It's no longer this little quiet shout. It's, you're talking about the biggest megaphone you've ever seen. God, you know, you either get me out of here or teach me. I'm like, wait a second, what is that? I didn't sign up for that. Teach me. I, I put my head in the tank to say, God, get me out of here. And here I am proclaiming, God, get me out of here or teach me. I'm so far out of my depth. I cannot do this job. It's beyond my ability. It's beyond my skill set. Man, I'm full of fear. I can't do this. Get me out of here or teach me. And instantly I hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. He says, yep, I'm going to teach you. I'm like, that is not what I wanted to hear. You ever have the Holy Spirit speak to you and he, he tells you things that you don't want to hear? Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. I just wanted you to say, okay, I'll get you out of here and I'll give you another job or you can go launch your own company or whatever. No, no, here I am. I'm in this dairy and the father says he's going to teach me. 
So my response was, I yield to your will. I yield to your word. So when I closed the door of that tank, you know, I had no idea what I was about to walk into. I had no idea. This is day two. I have no idea what I'm about to witness for the next 12 months. I had one of the greatest outpourings of the Spirit in my life to hear the voice of the Spirit actively throughout my day like I have never heard before. And listen, from 11 years old uh, to 17, I knew the voice of the Spirit. I, I saw signs, wonders, and miracles. I saw the prophetic. I saw transformation. I heard from heaven every day. But here I am learning a trade by the voice of the Spirit. And guess what? I made thousands of mistakes. And every time I'm making a mistake and I haven't put the cogs in the right direction or the little toggle switches are done wrong and uh, I've put it over to the right instead of into the middle and it's a different command. Every time I made a mistake, the Holy Spirit said to me, you didn't do this. You're about to send uh, acid water, which we used hot acid water. We had these tanks for cleaning the tanks. And you'd blast in the hot acid water and it would swirl around the tank and, you know, for 40 minutes. And then it would drain, release in and out. Uh, and, and that would sterilize the tank for the raw cream. You, you're about to put acid water into the cream, I've got it going to the wrong tank. And all of a sudden, I'd see in the spirit the cog that I had done wrong. And I would take off running. So here I am running like crazy, you know, getting to that place. I find that cog, boom, I turn that cog. And then all of a sudden, the water comes through and goes in the right direction. Listen, you can't put acid water into an entire tank of cream. That tanker might have just come down from Scotland. A whole tanker of cream that just got filled in that tank. You can't go putting a whole bunch of acid water into that. That's not going to be good. You'd have to throw the entire uh, tank out. It would be all put to waste. Like I said, I made thousands of mistakes. But I stood upon the word. James chapter 1. It says in the word, if you lack wisdom, I can ask you. God, I need your wisdom. I refuse to be double-minded. Why? Because... I, I know what it says within your word. You will strengthen me. You will help me. You will uphold me with your righteous right hand. I'm going to stand upon your promise. I'm going to stand upon your word and see the victory of Yeshua within my life. I learned an entire trade by the voice of the Spirit. And there's many testimonies. I, saved, I share this testimony on the message on YouTube called Have have we lost the love? If you want to hear more on that testimony, go to Bulldoze of Faith on YouTube and it's Have We Lost the Love? And I share the whole story on there. Don't really want to go through all of it here. I just want to put the point over of what does it mean to uh, get to the place where we are saying, yes, I'm going to meditate on the word that my delight will be found in you. I will press in in such a way that we can come to a place to, to be aligned with you. So when you speak, we can respond. When you speak, we can hear. When you are in relationship with the Holy Spirit, he will speak so clearly to you. And don't let the enemy rob you 
of the promises of Yehovah. Be confident in knowing his voice. The reason I have so much confidence in my faith walk, where I can even jump on airplanes and go to different nations, why can I do that? I can take off traveling and go and do things because if the Father speaks, I believe it. I believe his word. When he said to me, get up, go to the south of Spain, go to a place called Mijas. There's a group of believers meeting in a restaurant. When you go to that restaurant, you're going to meet your wife. I believe. And I could book a plane ticket. I could get up. I could fly to the south of Spain from the UK. I can get on buses and climb up the mountain at Mijas Costa. Get up there, walk into that restaurant. And guess what? Here she comes. Haley walks in, the Holy Spirit said, there's your wife. What's your testimony in knowing the voice of the Spirit? What does the Father want us to do? He wants us to prove his word. What does he say? Yehovah watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. I truly believe that the Father is watching over my way because every single day I take time to pursue him and get instructions from him over the steps that I take within my life. And that's my life, that, that is my life calling. That is my walk. What will the enemy want to do? He wants to dilute your ability to hear. He wants to separate you from his presence. He wants you full of anxiety so that you can take up the, the execution stake and follow him. He does not want you being strong and courageous. But just as Moshe spoke over the whole house of Israel, be strong and courageous. Then he spoke over Joshua, over the leader, be strong and very courageous. And I speak over you right now. Be strong and courageous. Why? Because I will uphold you with my righteous right arm. Hallelujah. You will not be disappointed. You will not suffer disgrace. So let's be who the Father has called us to be. Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, under the T's. It's always handy to know where the T's are in the scripture. Mm. <laughs> I can find it. Yeah, Second Thessalonians. Are you encouraged today? Are you blessed and encouraged? I hope you are. I hope you are being fired up in the Holy Spirit and blessed in the Spirit. Because that's our purpose together, that we, uh, that, that as we come, we edify, we build each other up in the Holy Faith. Hallelujah. We lift up His name and His promises. This is what it says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Now may Yehovah, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace, his shalom at all times and in every way. Yehovah be with all of you. May the peace of God that transcends all understanding be with you. We speak the peace of Yehovah, the peace of the Lord. May the peace of the Lord himself give you shalom at all times and in every way. In every way. We can walk through, even in the midst of crisis, even in global turmoil, 
we can walk through in his peace. What's the very first thing Yeshua did when all the disciples are like, Yeshua, wake up, we're going to die because of the storm. He spoke peace to the storm and then what did he do? He rebuked the disciples. He said, you have little faith. Do you know who you are in the spirit? Do you know what he has called you to do? I encourage you at this time to press in, to receive the words from heaven. What's the Father saying to you? Now, as we minister, this is what I want to see, an open heaven so that you can hear from heaven. We have so many people trying to speak in other people's lives and trying to direct them. Listen, you would never believe the amount of prophetic moments I have had when I've prophesied over major leaders and say, you are not walking in the calling that God has for you. In fact, there was one where I prophesied over him. I won't name who he was, an apostle uh, world-renowned. And anyway, this is what I said to him. Your father told you to stand up in front of tens of thousands of people. And this is what he said. I'm passing the mantle of the ministry onto you. And it was the first you ever heard of it. You were shocked. And in the midst of being shocked, you walked into a destiny that God never called you to because someone prophesied over you. A wrong word. We need the spirit of prophecy. We need the gifts of the spirit manifesting. But what we don't need is manipulation and controlling spirits where people are speaking words for their own interest and for their own gain instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to minister into the lives of others. I believe we can come to a place today and as we stand in the land of Israel today, we proclaim the promises of Jehovah. We speak his word back to him. We proclaim his word back to him. Where are we in the scripture? What has the Father called us to say? Can we walk in his what? Ways. Will you walk in his ways? So in your community, I encourage you to walk in the ways of Yehovah. This is the hour to walk in his ways. I am. I tell you, listen, I'm fired up right now. I'm so fired up. Why? Because I believe that the Father is commissioning many. He has given you words of encouragement. He is speaking directly into your lives to bring transformation. We are called to walk in the wisdom of and with the gifts of the Spirit, so words of knowledge will come forth. And as we're on this journey, and as we're sharing the scriptures that we are sharing today, what are we doing right now? We're just asking that the Father will just guide us through the Word. And, you know, the Father knows who's tuning in. He knows who's connecting with us. And, you know, this is a word for someone right now. And just, you know, right now, the Holy Spirit just said, read this word right now. And it's Psalm 46. It says, Elohim. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its wars roar and foam and the, the mountains quake with the, the surging. Listen, God is our refuge and strength. He's an ever present help in trouble. Therefore, do not fear. Do not fear. I tell you, I release faith into your life right now. May you be so supercharged in the Spirit. This is the call of the prophet to speak an open heaven. 
we release an open heaven over your life that you can walk in the promises of Yehovah, that you can receive. I want to know what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? You know, it's nice to see comments and how you're blessed and encouraged with what we talk about each day. But I want to ask you a serious question. What is the Ruach HaKodesh? What is the Holy Spirit speaking directly into your heart? What is he calling you to do? That's what I want you to share with me. You can share that on private message on Facebook uh, right here, or you can go to bulldozerfaith.com to the contact page. Share with me what the Holy Spirit is saying, because the purpose of us being devoted to Him is to come into His presence, to be equipped, to receive His instructions, His training. What, what's discipleship? True discipleship is not 12 weeks at a seminar on, on how to know God. That's not discipleship. Discipleship is to know the Holy Spirit. Why? He is your counselor. He is your teacher. He will lead you in the ways of Yehovah. He will lead you in the ways of Messiah. Oh, hallelujah. If we can see the body of Messiah rise up in that way, where we are walking in the truths of Yehovah, that we are walking in the counsel of the Holy Spirit, that we are mature believers in Him. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. Let me ask you a question. Is the earth giving way right now? I definitely think man is giving way right now, you know? Why are we going through all this that we're facing right now? It's because our food habits are so bad. It is judgment on our greed and on the things that we do as mankind. It's disgusting what we do. It's disgusting how we live. Even in China, those wet markets are open again today. They're open. They're eating that junk still. Those diseases are still spreading. And some of you are sitting there thinking, oh man, oh, you know, do you think it's 5G that's wiping us out? Look, look, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead. How long are you going to get caught in conspiracy theories? We need to be built up within his scripture, within his word. Listen, we live in a fallen world. We live in a, in a generation that is godless and we need to proclaim the gospel and you might feel tired right now. You might feel like you can't cope with everything that's happening. What happens when people are put into isolation? It is not normal for you to be in a place of isolation so you either go mad or you go glad how are you going if you want to go glad then this is my encouragement to you let the word of god be the 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 the, the deciding factor of every aspect of your life and everything that you say and do you know you need to go back and look over the blessings and the promises of what he has spoken to you before what, is, what does David say? He talks about in the Psalms, you know, if you don't know what to give thanks for, go back and thank the Father for the blessing of coming out of Egypt. Where is your testimony? What's the last mighty move of the Spirit you've witnessed in your life? Don't forget the miracles. Don't forget the miraculous release of what the Holy Spirit has been doing in your life. You overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. And many of you are given up on the testimonies. You've undermined the very testimonies of how God is brought you through and you need to take account and proclaim his word back to him why because we are made in his image
His image is upon us, the image of Yeshua, the Mashiach. He is the Messiah. So right now, take a hold of who he is. Our message today is, I will uphold you with my righteous arm. That's my message. An ever-present help in trouble. I am not going to fear. Listen, that's just what I want to share tonight. I just want you to get this tonight. You know, you know I've got Suzanne saying, dig deeper. Come on, let's <laughs> dig deeper. You know what? How, how deep can we go if we can just, if we can dive into the very presence of Yehovah? He will take you to a place beyond anything you can ever imagine. How many times have I told you the greatest word you will ever receive will, is not what you receive from man. It's what you receive in his presence. Oh yeah, the reason that is true is because we are called to be in love with him. Yeshua, I love you. I need you. I need to be set apart. I need to be set apart in such a way that your victory will be within my life. It was your right hand, your right arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. Father, we thank you. That's uh, from the verse in Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, O God, our, father, our fathers have told us what you did um, in their days, in days of long ago. This is what I was sharing with you. How far back do you have to go for the miracle? Because let me tell you, you've got a book full of the promises of God. You've got a book full of the miracles. We have heard with our ears, O oh God. Our fathers have told us. This is what Passover is all about. At the Listen, get Easter out of your life. What are you doing? Stop playing and dancing with the devil. You bake a cake to the queen of heaven, then you come into my presence and think I'll receive your worship. Jeremiah chapter 7, I will not receive it. Stop playing with pagan practices and come back to Passover. Come back to Passover. Let's get the story, the foundations of the kingdom this is what I love about Passover. It's about the kingdom of God manifesting on the earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, you're getting me going. You're saying dig deeper, Suzanne. I'll tell you what. You're getting me going here. Verse 2. This is uh, Psalm 44. With your hand you drove out the nations and planted our fathers. You crushed the peoples and made our fathers flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm. And that's the verse that I shared with you from Isaiah chapter 40. That's exactly what we're talking about. Hear the word of Yehovah today. Be encouraged in the spirit. Do not be dismayed. Do not give up. Isaiah 41 verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. 
You can go back and listen to this if you just tuned in, just got started. Listen every day. When we yesterday, that man, I tell you what, the fire of the spirit yesterday, dealing with the glory of God, the power of God. I, you, listen, go listen to that again. That word yesterday was on fire. It was a word in season. It's a word to equip you in such a time as this. And the encouragement today is I will uphold you. When the word of God comes to you and you put it to action, he will back you up. This is the day where we will lay hands on the dead and the dead will rise in Yeshua's name. And I'm prophesying. I'm speaking faith into you. I'm speaking it's time for the body of Messiah to rise up and be partakers of the word of Yehovah and minister the truth of Yehovah to this generation. If you're sick right now, if you've got symptoms of the virus, before we go, it would be a sin for us not to minister the healing power of Yeshua. What are you going through right now? Just place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick because we're going to speak supernatural miracles to manifest within your life right now. Father, we come against all forms of dis-ease. We break cancer. Come off. Come off our bodies right now in Yeshua's name. We say to eyesight, be restored in Yeshua's name. I speak to arthritis, go in Yeshua's name. Viruses, the coronavirus, we break you in Yeshua's name. We proclaim victory in Messiah right now. By his stripes we are healed. We are protected. Father, may we have we may we have such an anointing upon our lives that anything we touch with the virus will be supernaturally burnt out. Let let it be, let it vanish because of the anointing and the authority of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. We say no to the this virus, this coronavirus, we break you in Yeshua's name. We break you off our nations. I thank you, Father, for Kasaria right here in Israel. We don't even have one case of the coronavirus in this community, in this time. And Father, we proclaim supernatural protection. May it be as Goshen right here in Yeshua's name. But more than anything, Father, will you pour out your spirit in Kasaria and you speak about your area. Father, will you pour out your spirit and name your area. Father, pour out your spirit. Use me to be effective, to minister to the brokenhearted, to minister to those in need, to those who are sick. Father, cause us to rise up and pray for the gifts of the Spirit, to walk in the gifts of the Spirit today. The hour has come, and this is time to wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead. Your salvation, my salvation, is neither now than when we first believed. And we stand upon His promises. His promises are yes and amen. Let me tell you something. You don't need to be afraid at what the Father is calling you to do that's so far out of your depth. If He calls you to do it, you walk in His ways and you will see victory. Walk in His ways. Write down. Get your pen and paper. You know, over these days, over these weeks, come on. Start writing down what the Holy Spirit is sharing with you. Start applying his word to your life to bring transformation. This is the hour. I can't, I can't uh, express it any more than what I'm doing right now. This is time. Don't miss this opportunity. 
Don't tell me your testimony in 20 years time of this day that you were one who had to be sent home because you had a spirit of fear. And God couldn't use you. He couldn't work through you because you were so full of fear. I break the spirit of fear off your life right now in Yeshua's name. And I release the faith, love, joy and peace of the Holy Spirit over you right now. That you will raise us up, Father, as a mighty army to bring the love of Yeshua, the Mashiach, to this generation. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for an outpouring of the Spirit here in the land of Israel. We say enough is enough with lying spirits of religion. We break you, you, you false spirits of um, uh, anti-messianic spirits. We break you off this land. And we say that this land will open up to the Messiah. We proclaim the glory of God to be manifest in the land of Israel. Why? Because the nations are, are waiting for the outpouring of the Spirit in this land. The testimony of the nations are waiting to see what happens right here in the land of Israel. And I am telling you right now, this is the hour, Micah chapter 4, where the Holy Spirit is going to pour out and bring transformation within this land. It is time for us to get to the place where we get our doctrines in line, where we are not uh, messed up because of uh, uh, bad the theology concerning the end times in the day in which we are living. In Micah chapter 4, it says, in the last days the mountains of Yehovah's temple will be established as chief among the mountains it will be raised above the hills and people will stream to it many nations will come and say come let us go up to the mountain of Yehovah to the house of Elohim of Jacob he will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths the law will go out from Zion the word of the Lord from Jerusalem he will judge between many peoples and will settle dis disputes with strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into pl uh, plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. Every man will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make him afraid, for Yehovah Almighty has spoken." The Lord of hosts has spoken. God Almighty has spoken. This is not just thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victory. If Yeshua came back right now, he'd have to apologize if this word's not fulfilled. This is not millennial kingdom. And the reason it's not millennial kingdom is the very next verse says this. Verse 5. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods. We will walk in the name of Yehovah, our God, forever and ever. Let me tell you something. When the Messiah returns during the millennial reign, Satan, Hasatan, will be locked up for 1,000 years. Every nation of the world will be under the rule of Yeshua. You cannot have nations walking in the name of their gods while Yeshua reigns on earth for the millennial days. So this has to happen before. And then, you know, it's really interesting. You know, we're digging deep, Suzanne. I know you'd be pleased with this. We're digging deep. We're digging deep. 
We are digging. We are digging. We are digging deep. <clears throat> Where is that verse? Hold on one second. Just uh, just start praying. Come on. Just start praying as I just get this verse out. Just trying to find that scripture. It'll come to me in a second. Hold on. You ever get to the place where you need a new Bible because everything is underlined? Huh? Try to find my scripture here. <laughs> Don't you love it? That's okay. We're just going to wait a moment on this. Do -do 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 -do. Father, thank you for your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. I'm looking for the verse. Maybe some of you can find it. Where it talks about um, the reverse of what we see here. It says, um, They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Ah, of course, it's the book of Joel. Yeah. Hey, you know, sometimes you just got to, you just got to listen a little, eh, what's happening here. Let's get to the book of Joel. Let's find that uh, scripture. What's the verse in the book of Joel? Come on. Who's got it? Where it's talking about uh, the preparation for war. It says you're going to take your plowshares. It's, it's actually the verse of the, what we just read in Micah. Anyone got that? Anyone got it? You all out searching your scriptures right now? Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Is it Joel chapter 3? I think it is. Mm -hmm. Yep, found it. Okay, well, that was worth the wait. Huh? <laughs> you know, his word is awesome. This is what we're doing. We're searching out the word. What did we read in Micah chapter 4? It says they'll beat their swords into plowshares. It's, I'm going to bring peace. 
I'm, this is not millennial kingdom. This is time that we are going to witness in the days in which we're living. That's why the glory of God will be revealed in the land of Israel for such a time as this. But you look at Joel's army that's getting raised up. I'm telling you what, this is a mighty army that's coming at the end of time. And what it says here, it says in verse 9, Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Rouse the warriors, let all the fighting men draw near and attack. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weaklings say, I am strong. Come quickly, all you nations from every side and assemble there. Bring down your warriors, O Yahovah. Okay. What do we see in this portion of Scripture? We see the opposite. So we see that they are dismantling from war in Micah chapter 4. And most of the theologians just throw this off and say, this is millennial. But let me tell you something. The whole reason why the book of Joel is telling us, no, you, what are you going to do? You're going to beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. You're going to push things back. Because it is time for the army of Yehovah to rise. Anyway, I hope you've been blessed with the, the word. I don't want to prolong it. There's so much that we have put out right now. And after this renders back on Facebook, I want you to be encouraged. But look, you know, one thing I want us to get. Number one, understand what day you're in. Stop listening to conspiracy theory junk. And just recognize that what we are up against, what we are facing today. Yes, when you see man acting in the wrong way, man will be judged. It's the judgment of God because he's just letting us do our own thing. And we are making a great job at destroying the earth and destroying each other. But we as believers in Yehovah are called to stand in the gap. The whole reason why you are alive on planet earth right now, filled with the Holy Spirit, is because the Father has placed you here to push back evil. So we want to proclaim right now, evil you will not have your way. Evil you will not have your reign. I speak protection over my family. I speak protection over my wife, over my daughter. You speak over your husband, over your, your, your mother, your father. We speak protection over our family, over our children, over our sisters, over our brothers. We speak supernatural protection in Yeshua's name against this virus. And we release a mighty outpouring of your spirit that thousands, hundreds of thousands of people will wake up to the glory of Yehovah. And may this be the day where your spirit will pour out in Israel as a testimony, as the greatest love story Never told, but will be told from this land because of what you will do right here. So we ask, Father, hear our heart, hear our prayer as we stand in the gap. Here we are. Will you send us? Will you use us? Whatever you speak to us, whatever you command us to do, we want to say to you, Father, we will not be afraid. Because we know if you be for us, who can be against us? If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry tonight and it's uh, spoken into your life, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com. Listen, if there is ever a ministry to get behind uh, in the land of Israel, I encourage you, get behind Bulldozer Faith. Why? Because we are making a difference for the kingdom in evangelism and outreach and ministry. This is our calling. This is what we are doing here. We are here to raise up the army of Yehovah to proclaim his truth to this generation. 
to speak the words of truth, not just here, but around the world so that you and I can be blessed to walk together. If you want to give to the ministry, it's bulldozeoffaith.com forward slash give or just go to the website, you see a give tab. I want to hear your testimonies. And one thing I'm really asking for uh, from you today, I'm asking you to write down and send me what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. What words are you receiving? Because as you do that, you're taking a step in faith and you're stepping out of the box and you're actually documenting what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Then you're sending it to us and we are going to pray over that word, over the the instructions you're receiving from the Holy Spirit. We're going to stand with you uh, shoulder to shoulder Uh, to speak encouragement and words of faith to see you walk in the destiny and the calling that the Father has for you. So I hope you're blessed and encouraged. Don't forget to share this. You know, right there, share it, share it. Set up a watch party. Get this word out there. People need to hear it. They are waiting on the other side of your obedience. And may the testimonies of Yehovah rise from your heart as you proclaim the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Thanks for watching. Was that my 25th ending? Yeah, I think so. Okay, love you lots. Talk to you tomorrow. Don't miss it. See you then.